I'm David Marchese. And I'm Lulu Garcia-Navarro. And we're the hosts of The Interview from The New York Times. David and I have spent our careers interviewing some of the most interesting and influential people in the world. Which means we know when to ask tough questions and when to just sit back and listen. And now we've teamed up to have these conversations every week. We'll try to reveal something about the people shaping our world. And we'll get some great stories from them, too. It's The Interview from The New York Times. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. From The New York Times, I'm Michael Barbaro. Here's what you need to know today. On Sunday, as Russian and Ukrainian forces battled for control of Kyiv, the two countries agreed to hold their first negotiations since the war began. But even as the talks neared, Russia dispatched more troops to Kyiv. Satellite imagery showed a miles-long convoy of hundreds of Russian military vehicles bearing down on the capital city. Meanwhile, Western governments intensified their efforts to punish Russia and to rally around Ukraine. A growing list of European countries banned flights from Russia. The U.S. and the European Union imposed sanctions that personally targeted Russian President Vladimir Putin and his foreign secretary. And in an extraordinary declaration, Britain's foreign secretary said she would support British citizens who wanted to travel to Ukraine to fight against Russia. As of Sunday night, according to Ukrainian officials, Russia's assault has killed 352 Ukrainian civilians, including 14 children. And... Congressional Democrats are promising the swift confirmation of President Biden's first nominee to the Supreme Court, Katanji Brown-Jackson, a federal appeals court judge who would be the first black woman to serve on the high court. All 50 Senate Democrats previously voted to confirm Jackson to the appeals court, a level of support that would be sufficient to put her on the Supreme Court. The question for Biden is how much support Brown will win from Senate Republicans. Look, her her nomination and her confirmation would or will be um, historic. Uh, and, uh, and like anyone nominated by the president of the United States, she deserves a very careful look, a very deep dive. Over the weekend, Republicans like Senator Mitt Romney of Utah, in an interview with CNN, said he was open-minded. But I'll provide fresh eyes to that evaluation and hope that I'll be able to support her in the final analysis. And. U.S. regulators have issued new guidelines for living with COVID-19 that could allow about 70% of Americans to stop wearing masks and social distancing, including schools in certain communities. Unlike previous guidelines, which were based on the number of infections in a community, the new recommendations are based on measures such as COVID-related hospital admissions, which have fallen significantly. That's it for today. I'm Michael Barbaro. See you tomorrow. Over the last 25 years, the world has witnessed incredible progress from dial-up modems to 5G connectivity, from massive PC towers to AI-enabled microchips. Innovators are rethinking possibilities every day. 
Through it all, Invesco's QQQ ETF has provided investors access to the world of innovation. Be a part of the next 25 years of new ideas by supporting the fund that gives you access to innovative companies. Invesco QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. There are risks when investing in ETFs, including possible loss of money. ETFs' risks are similar to those of stocks. Investments in the tech sector are subject to greater risk and more volatility than more diversified investments. Before investing, carefully read and consider fund investment objectives, risks, charges, expenses, and more in prospectus at Invesco.com. Invesco Distributors, Inc.